You're listening to episode 117 of the God Center Mom podcast with me, Heather McFadden. And today I'm chatting with Megan Craig. Man, absolutely. I need to be reminded of that every day. I think sometimes I, I think of new life and I think of salvation. I think of the moment Jesus grabbed hold of my heart and took me in. But I forget that it's the rest of my life too. It's, it's every single day. It's every single minute, you know. His mercies are new each morning. His mercies are new each minute. And um, I need to remember that. Like, He's always bringing new life to me, no matter what it looks like. I don't know where you are when you're listening to this right now. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what your day has been like. I don't know if it's Monday or Thursday or it's two months from when I'm recording this. But maybe you saw the title of this episode and you are in need of a reminder. Maybe you're feeling like your situation is too far gone. Perhaps your circumstances feel too broken. Perhaps you feel too messed up. Perhaps your kids are too much of failures. Perhaps it just seems like there's no hope. And you're weary. And you need to remember that God specializes in taking ashes and turning them into something beautiful. That He is the one who is constantly redeeming, that his goal is to take broken, wounded things and heal them. And maybe you need that reminder that that it wasn't like he just saved you once and done, but he's constantly refining, constantly redeeming, constantly healing, and making you new every minute, like she said, every moment. His mercies are not just new in the morning, but they're new every minute. And that maybe you need to take a second and rest in that. And rest in that and not feel so discouraged. Uh, Megan Craig, the guest of our episode today, she's a young mom who started a jewelry company called New Eve Jewelry, and she explains the name of that in this episode. She and I talk about the whole process of starting something and and also the benefit of what she's doing being a ministry and how she's able to give back. We take a little sidetracked going and talking about ethical purchasing and the idea of how we don't want to get it wrong. We don't want to spend our money on something that's actually making people's lives worse. But sometimes in the moment, we need help to make better decisions. So Megan is so great, and she gives us lots of ideas of places we can buy maybe our Mother's Day presents. Uh, And there also are links in the show notes for all of those places if you go over to godcentermom.com. And then we we talk a little bit about working at home and what does that mean and what are some tips and how do we remember to keep reevaluating our heart and the why we're doing this and what can happen if we start comparing and add burdens to what God has given us and called us to do. I hope that it is an encouragement to you. I picked the title of this podcast a little while ago, Made New, and then on Sunday I went to church and that was... <laughs> that was pretty much the theme of the whole sermon and all the songs that we sang were about uh, how he makes beautiful things out of the dust and Isaiah. And so I'd like to share just a little bit more of an encouragement at the end of the show. Also stick around because Megan's offering a special discount code until May 3rd. So you don't want to miss that. All right, let's get right to it. Here we go. Hey, Megan, welcome to the God Center Mom podcast. Hi, Heather. I'm happy to be here. Well, Okay. You're doing some cool stuff. And 
with Mother's Day coming up, I thought it would be fun for our moms to hear about what you're doing and maybe give the nudge to their husbands, uh, or maybe they want to buy something for their moms because you are making some beautiful, beautiful jewelry. And I want to hear all the backstory of that. But before I do that, I always ask my guests to introduce their family. So would you do that for us? I live in Knoxville, Tennessee, the beautiful green rolling hills with my husband, Andy, and my 15-month-old son, Toby. And I almost just called him my dog's name, Copper. We have a little chubby little beagle, Copper. That was your child for a long time, and now you now you have a replacement. Yeah, that was that was our first child. Although now he's definitely like he's chopped liver, and he knows it. It's sad. <laughs> I've heard this happening. I never had the dog then kid thing, but I've heard you're not alone. You're not alone. Good, good. So okay, uh, you started this company, New Eve Jewelry, back in 2012. But kind of take us. Take us back to before you started this company. It was obviously before you had your son. And what inspired you to start doing this? Taking it all the way back. Um, Well, I went to college um, studying linguistics and Hebrew because I wanted to be a missionary. So I kind of had this exciting idea of, of what it meant to serve the Lord and be on missions and travel the world. And then towards the end of college, I started realizing, oh, the Lord is calling me to like get married and settle down and not travel the world and do crazy things right now. Okay, I'll just, I'll just listen. And I did. And first I got a job at a restaurant, which was really humbling. And then I got a job in marketing. And I had free time, which was crazy. And in my free time, because, you know, in college, I was always working and studying. So in my free time, I did like every Pinterest project. (laughs) I was just like, I was just going crazy on it. And my husband for, for my first birthday when we were married, which was like a week after we got married, he gave me a set of jewelry making tools because he remembered me talking about it. He's such an attentive, sweet husband. Um, he remembered me talking about learning metalsmithing in high school. I took metalsmithing classes in high school and um, just fell in love with making jewelry, kind of as an art form and just personal expression. And I wanted to do it again. And he got, he got me some pliers and, and what's called a bead board and very simple things you can get at Joanne Fabrics. But it was, I mean, I still use those pliers now, maybe just because they're sentimental. But um, so I just started playing around and I also started keeping a crazy idea journal. And one of my crazy ideas that I wrote in there was that I wanted to start a jewelry company that served the needy around me. And that seemed crazy to me, but I didn't know that with the internet and Etsy and everything like that, that was actually possible. So that's kind of the seeds of the dream. And um, that, you know what yeah, I love, I love that you took your interest and I love that your husband, you know, was behind you and kind of equipping you literally to do the thing that he knew was in your heart to do. It's super cool. And it's crazy. It's almost like he knew it more than I did. Yeah. Yeah. I was just playing around, but I, the Lord has used him so much to support me and help me through my creative journey in general. But also he's just an amazing man. So. Well, I think sometimes when we have maybe a desire or a giftedness, we often don't see it in ourselves. That insecurity creeps in that, oh, no, everybody can do that. Or, oh, 
it's not that big a deal, but the people around us who love us, they see it in us and, and they see the potential because they don't feel the insecurity yeah. that goes along with it. So I, yeah. I think that that's important to like, maybe ask the people around us, what do you, what do you think? What is something that you think God's gifted me in? What should I pursue? Uh, how could I use this to glorify him? Cause sometimes we're blinded to our own giftedness, you know? And uh, I love that you had a crazy idea journal. Tell us about <laughs> that. Do you still keep it? Uh, yes, I can't not keep it. I, <laughs> I had an idea in the shower today. I had to write it down. It, That's where thoughts happen, right? That's crazy idea. Yeah. It was a crazy idea for a podcast. So, um, there you go. See. maybe I'll be calling you up to uh, teach me your ways, oh, but, man. um, yeah, of course I still keep it. it it's a, a little notebook that my friend actually very creative person embroidered for me. I keep it in my purse and just, I don't know, I get crazy ideas and some of them are like legit crazy or just quirky and weird, but I just think it's really important. Um, just as a person in general, but also as a creative person to let those crazy ideas just be there without judgment. Like sometimes when I'm talking to my husband about something, I preface it with like, okay, this is crazy idea time. Don't make any like practical assessments of what I'm about to say to you. This is just like a thing. Like I just, I just dream. I just have ideas and crazy dreams, but you know, the Lord uses them. And it's funny because it seems like they all actually kind of have a theme and and come together and new Eve happens to be the way they come together, which is just crazy to me that it it all comes together. Well, and I'm married to someone who will have crazy ideas all the time. And originally in our marriage, I would uh, do the practical thing and be like, okay, how is this actually going to happen? How are we going to do X, Y, and Z? What, where are we getting money for that? Right. Is he quitting his job to do this? Like I would start stressing out and I've learned that I just need to let him like go through that process and dream and imagine. And a lot of, I mean, I would say like 98% of the things don't happen, but he gets a lot of joy from the that process. So I just have to yes. go along with with all of it. So tell us where just did the name dream. where did the name New Eve come from? I had a vision for something. I wanted to use reclaimed materials as a symbol of new life in Christ. And I do that now. Um, and I'm thankful I get to communicate it. I had no idea how to communicate it. New Eve is not like sometimes it's hard to read or it's hard to like for people to hear. It's not as catchy as maybe some other brand name I could have thought up, but it it's my heart. Like it's um, just, just as Jesus is the new Adam, you know, he, he has renewed the human race through his perfection and his love. Um, like his church is like the new Eve and we have the opportunity to be made new in Christ every minute of every day. And so um, that's sort of where it came from. It also sort of came from the idea of I, especially in the beginning, I kind of had more of a, like a floral motif, garden motif. So just the the word, the name Eve brings to mind a lot of like beautiful nature inspired imagery, which is still part of my brand. But um, I use a lot of metals and things like that too, to kind of offset that because using reclaimed materials, it gets kind of edgy and hard. So I like to bring the soft femininity to it as well. Well, okay. So lots of things you said, 
Lots of things. Amazing. Um, so it's not like New Year's Eve. This is not what we're talking about. <laughs> new, like no. in a new creation and Eve yes. as in Adam and Eve from the garden. Yes. Yes. And I love what you said, like Jesus um, replaced, you know, Adam. He's the new Adam. And mm-hmm. so, uh, yeah, the church is the new Eve, the the bride of Christ. And um, I love that idea and that you're make, taking these reclaimed materials. Like what kind of stuff do you find? Where do you find stuff like that? Uh, I love this question because it's so, so much fun. Um, especially in the beginning when I didn't know what my style was, I would just pick up any and every tiny metal object that had a hole in it or I could put a hole in it. Like you're just um, walking down the street and you just pick something up? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Because that's no, what my like four-year-old, my he does that right now. My four-year-old I feel doing. like I wish I could talk to my four-year-old self and tell her what I do for a living because <laughs> she'd be very happy with me right now. Like she would look forward to the rest of her life. Yes. Sometimes that's it. But um, I actually did that. I found a beautiful skeleton key when I was on a run the other day in my neighborhood. But Mm. um, usually I get my skeleton keys and stuff like that from antique shops or thrift stores or garage sales. Or um, nowadays I know what I need. So I get it off of eBay from people who have collected things over years and years. But um, that process of discovery is really exciting. And yeah, I use a lot of coins and keys and even bullet shells um, kind of combine those with more feminine things to make them a little less hardcore because I'm not a hardcore person. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think even even that goes, you know, perfectly with your marketing, of course, like just taking things that are discarded or old and, and giving them a new life and beauty, bringing beauty into that. Um, yes, absolutely. That is, that's my heart for, for my girls, my anyone who follows me on Instagram or reads my blog or buys jewelry from me or goes to my website. Like I want them to know that Jesus takes brokenness and makes it beautiful. Even if you never buy anything from me, like know that please. I say that every day on my Instagram. So yes, absolutely. Well, there's so much like you mentioned Instagram that is just like photographed beautifully. And I know that it's become a hard place for teens and even, uh, you know, women, any age, when they're seeing, you know, body images and, and things that they feel less than, Mm -hmm. um, for you to be out there and saying, you know, I took this trash basically and I gave it new life. It's like, it's not, it's not actually the outside it's, and we know this beauty is, you know, only skin deep, but truly like it's, it's seeing the potential and seeing how God can use it for his purposes. And, and I think we get so wrapped up in the physical that we miss the spiritual side of what's going on in his big, his big scheme. So I think Mm. your, your message fits well with that reminder. Yeah. You're preaching to me, man. Absolutely. I need to be reminded of that every day. I I think sometimes I, I think of new life and I think of salvation. I think of the moment Jesus grabbed hold of my heart and took me in, but I forget that it's the rest of my life too. It's, it's every single day. It's every single minute, you know, his mercies are new each morning. His mercies are new each minute. And, um, I need to remember that. Like he's always bringing new life to me, no matter what it looks like. And what's great too, is when people buy your beautiful art, they're not just like, it's not just going in your pocket. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. The money is yes. not just going in your pocket. That you have also been able to fulfill that crazy idea and tell everybody where do the some of the proceeds go 
from every yeah. sale? Um, well, I have the awesome chance to partner with an organization called Feeding the Orphans, and they're based out of um, where I live, Knoxville, Tennessee, and they serve mamas and kids and families in Ghana and Togo over in West Africa and in East Tennessee, and they provide so, so many wonderful services, um, food, orphanages, adoption, education, um, health care, churches, clean water, and so I donate a portion of my proceeds every month to them, and I've also been able to kind of do some just donate my time and talents to whatever they need. Um, in the past, I've been able to help kind of design some of their jewelry line. They have even a fair trade jewelry line called Esther's Hope. And they do, they do beaded jewelry. And then I, they also sew like purses and bags and um, things like that. So yeah, I just, I love being able to, to serve in that way. I kind of think it's crazy that I get the opportunity to do something like that. And lately, <laughs> My mind, I'm, I've been made aware of where a lot of the things I buy are coming from. And mm-hmm. um, I heard a statistic uh, from my cousin. He said that um, he was interviewing a director from the, the movie True Cost. It's a documentary, True Cost. Yeah. Uh, that I think in the 60s, 98% of our clothes came from the United States. And now it's like 2%. And the number from like factories in Bangladesh. And so we were at Old Navy. I'll just call them out. And every single label was a super Mm -hmm. like poverty stricken third world country. And I I was like, like, we can't buy anything here, guys. We're going to have to leave. Like, yes, it's super cheap. So cheap. I know. But I can't I can't do it. And then even like, you know, following things on Instagram or um you know, Facebook online auctions or whatever, there'll be really cute little trendy tops and dresses. And I'm like, oh, I need to know now where it's coming. I, I, I have this like guilty conscious thing that mm-hmm. I don't want to reinforce, you know, anyway, that's a whole nother tangent. But I think what I love when you reached not, out though, to it's relevant. It's, yeah. It, when you reach out to me, I was like, okay, a lot of people are going to spend money on Mother's Day. Mm -hmm. And they want to give something of value and beauty to remind their moms that they are worthy. Mm -hmm. Or maybe they want their their kids and their husband to remind them that they're worthy and they're made new in Christ. And and your products, like, provide not only a beautiful option, but also, like, that it's going to help areas of the world that are struggling. And so, um, and we know it's made by you. In the United States. Yep. Uh, so I think it's just like there was so much good that you're doing in my guilty conscience of <laughs> where am I spending my money? Like, I don't know where these things are coming from. I feel paralyzed in some of my decisions sometimes. I want to have good options. So I just really appreciate, I just really appreciate what you're doing um, so yeah. much. I'm, I, it brings me so much joy to be able to provide that kind of option for people because honestly I did this originally as a creative outlet and then I realized I am by no design of my own a part of something so much bigger than than I even realized with um, there's a new movement in fashion towards towards ethical fashion and um, that's not what I was trying to do in the first place. I mean I was just because I was just trying to glorify the Lord and then I realized like 
people are catching on to this idea that like a human made their clothing, a human made their jewelry and the, the little cheap EDP um, made in China stuff is, is typically not ethically made. It's not made out of even high quality materials and, um, and the, the fashion industry has put, created it this way. So, so people can make more money. And so I think yeah. it's hard sometimes to want to invest the money into something that's ethically made, but, um, it's worth it. And I, I did the same thing the other day. I told my husband, I bought a couple of shirts from target. And then I told my husband, I was like, if I want clothes, like, don't let me buy cheap ones. Don't yeah. let me do it. Like, Make me save up for the beautiful, ethically made stuff. And there's a lot. There's a lot. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of choices. It's because it's easy and because it's cheap and right in front of us, I'll get the things at Target or whatever. And yet, like, I think back to how our parents or, like, the generations before us, back in the 60s when we bought most of our stuff in the United States, we only had a few things and they were made really well, right? Yes. So we talk about this, like, minimalism you know, whatever. I think sometimes I'll just get a bunch of cute tops or things and they wear out really fast on purpose. Mm -hmm. So then I'm just like adding to the problem. Like I'm just spending more money eventually, actually. Um, Or just just the same amount for stuff that you end up not being that in love with and it falls apart. And so that's what I'm, I don't know. I am the opposite of a minimalist. Like I'm, (laughs) I'm an artist. So like my house is always full of things. I like, it's so hard to get rid of craft supplies and clothes. Like I, like I'm saying, I love fashion. And so it's hard for me to make that choice. But, um, if, if you want to go for the option of getting something inexpensive, oh, you can always go to Goodwill and find cute things that if you just want to wear it once, you can always go there. So well, I've I noticed perfect. on your Instagram feed, like even what was it? 16 hours ago, according to my research, <laughs> uh, you posted Elegant Tees. Yes, I've been um, just kind of collaborating with them for their product shoots since their T-shirts. Their T-shirts are made by survivors of sex trafficking in Nepal. I'm just going to plug my buddies over. That's what Elegant I'm saying. Tees. That's like yeah. so great. We're going to buy T-shirts. Why not buy? Exactly. And they're beautiful. They're they're flattering. It's They're not just like uh, plain cut T-shirts. They're they're flattering to your form and they're solid colors. And so they just kind of called me up and they were like, Hey, we would like some jewelry for our photo shoots. So yeah, they're, they're doing amazing work for the Lord over in Nepal as well. So there's, and there's tons of brands like that. Like I, I started doing ethical fashion posts on my blog, not because I am like the most amazing fashionista ever, but just because I'm passionate about this. I think there really are options out there and they're affordable. I mean, okay. So tell us some, like I would love to put them in the show notes. Do you know any offhand? Yeah. Um, well, one that I love, that's like my dream brand that I'm saving my pennies for is Raven and Lily. They have beautiful, um, beautiful items. Um, elegant teas for kind of your everyday pretty, that is more my everyday style because like right now I'm just wearing a plain, t-shirt in a pretty cut because I'm a mom and I'm going to get banana on myself today. It's right. guaranteed. Right. So. right. Guaranteed on the T. Yep. Yep. Um, let's see for shoes. I have uh, bad feet, so I love sandals and really, um, comfy shoes. So Seiko S S E K O. It's really good. 
for that. Um, you say S S like two right? Sams. Right. Yeah, two Sams. Um. Yep. Yeah, I think it's SSDesigns.com probably, and um, yeah, they just have some some really pretty um sandals that are comfy. And let me think if there's anything else off the top of my head. Um. Well, I say if you think of anything, let's put it in the show notes because yeah. I would love to be able to help moms. I think just like anything, we want to do it right, right? Like mm-hmm. we don't want to feed our kids bad food. We don't want to like, you know, mess our kids up with chemicals. We don't want to like make people's lives worse in other countries. That's not our desires are never that. But mm-hmm. sometimes it's um, time, money, efficiency, like okay, the kids are hungry right now. McDonald's is right there. I know it is terrible for them, but we're going to McDonald's. So it's the worst decision, but I'm doing it. It's it's just what I have to do right now. But like if I could help, like moms are thinking right now about Mother's Day, why not have some great options available if you're going to spend the money anyway? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. You are amazing. I don't know if you have any like last minute tips for you're you're doing this at home. You have mm-hmm. a toddler. Any last minute tips or ideas for that mom who's trying to do her own business at home? Um, I would say set boundaries. Say this is when I work and this is when I don't work because it's super easy when you work from home to just keep checking your email on your phone or checking your Instagram to see how many likes you have and <laughs> blah, blah, blah. This is my self-worth. So don't do that. Um, I, I kind of guard my evenings. A lot of people who work from home like to work in the evenings after their kids have gone to bed, but I guard my evenings so I can hang out with my hubby. And then, um, I have childcare actually two days a week. I have a, like just a mother's day out program I send him to, yeah. which really serves me. Like, even if you're just working from home or even if you're just a stay at home mom, like it's okay. It's okay to get help. I have always and, chosen the Mother's Day out, whether I was making income or not outside the home. Yeah. Like it was, I need you need to go to the doctor, moms. You need to go to the doctor. And there's I, so many. There things. have been so many years that I've like not gone to the doctor because I'm not taking all my kids to the OB gen. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that um, is or the dentist. I still that <laughs> needs to be on my list. Oh or my get gosh, a haircut. I, get your haircut. Uh, absolutely yes. Yeah. So I I definitely would recommend that and receive the grace of God because you're going to mess up because I mess up every single day and I'm just trying to lean on God's grace for getting stuff done. Like, I don't know, missing deadlines or not getting things out when I want them to, or getting, losing my patience with my son because I'm trying to work on something. It's just like, you know what? Jesus is there and he's with you and it's okay. Mm -hmm. So set boundaries, Mm -hmm. embrace grace. Yeah. Anything else worked for you? Um, get help if you need it. Like I've had friends come over and literally help me fold their laundry or do my dishes when I've been stressed out or like have, um, sweet little college girl come over and watch my son or she even now she's actually my employee and she helps me fill orders sometimes or, um, set things up. So getting help is super important. Like you think you are a super mom. So you think that you have to be 
dun, 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 super bomb, but you can't, you can't do it on your own. So yeah. ask for help, ask for prayer, ask for your husband to do things he doesn't normally do if you're, if you're struggling. So that's, that's my advice. I can't say I'm not an organized person. I will never give you business strategies or time management tips, but I can tell you all about God's grace for that. But I think the trick for some people, I know even for myself, like I probably need to ask for more help is, is when you're in the season where you're not making money, Mm, that's hard where you have the business, but it's not making money. Or like we just, you know, told moms who aren't making money outside the home to do mother's day out. That's tricky when Mm -hmm. there's no money coming in to cover that. Um, but I do think that you're right. Like protecting, um, your family life and your, your marriage because if you're totally stressed, I mean, one, if it's way outside, if you're way stressed, then maybe we need to think about like, did God call you to this or are you choosing this because you you need approval from people outside of your home? Like you have to make that decision um, because if it's overstressing everyone in your life and um, you don't have a peace, mm-hmm. then, then perhaps you need to reevaluate was that a true, it's so hard to know what's a true calling and what's something that just sounds like a great idea and what need in ourselves are we trying to meet? Like, is it a creative outlet and it just gives us life and we, we need a little life because mm-hmm. um, maybe motherhood isn't, isn't meeting that for us? Um, or, or is it that you're going to the thing and you're not finding f- your full identity in Christ, like you're, you're pouring yourself into this thing to find your identity. And I think we have to, even if we, whenever we choose, whatever we choose to spend our time in, we have to ask ourselves those questions regularly and reevaluate. Like where, where's your heart? Where's your heart? Where's your heart? Is this, is this for God? Is this for you? Um, anyway, I think yeah, I, absolutely. I just brought up like 70 points. But. Yeah. Well, I just think even even if you evaluate that and you decide, oh my gosh, I've been doing this for others' approval or I've been doing this for my own glory and not the Lord's and this is not serving my family, it doesn't mean you have to quit it altogether. Like when I was pregnant with Toby, um, I almost closed my business and my husband actually slowed me down and, and said, why don't you, why don't you pray about that some more? Because this has been a really big blessing to you. And, you know, if nothing else, it can just be for fun. Like it can just be for fun. If you're not making right. a lot of money, like you can just create things. And I was like, okay, I don't know. I just kind of want to quit. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad I didn't. I'm so yeah. glad because now God has done so much with it. Over the like since that since I made that decision not to quit, he's he's just increased the creativity and the community, and it's been beautiful. So I'm so glad. Well, sometimes those things I know, even with podcasting, it's when I get caught up and I'm looking around and I'm comparing, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, but they just did that. Oh, I need to do that. Oh, they just had this guest. Oh, I need to have a better guest. And I'm looking around and I'm adding to my plate what was never intended to be there. And yeah. when I, in that weak place that you were, like I, you were allowing actually God's power to feed into it for him to bring whatever opportunities were, were from him and not trying to 
climb some ladder or gain some ranking or create your own platform, whatever the heck that means. Like you were just resting in allowing it to stay fun instead of a striving and a working it out in your own strength kind of thing. Oh, that is so, so good. Yes. Um, I feel like, and that, that's what I'm saying. When you get to that point in whatever you're pursuing, if it's not your own business, if it's just a job that you're working, um, that isn't, that you're working from home, I think you can, you can either be striving or thriving in it. And sometimes on the outside, that looks exactly the same. Yes. And the Lord isn't calling you to like cut things out, take things off your plate. The Lord is calling you to a reality check of who he is and who you are in him and why you're doing all this in the first place. Like, why are you doing this in the first place? I've been thinking about this lately myself. Why am I doing this? It's, it's getting hard with my son being a toddler. He Mm -hmm. is into everything. I just started thinking like, maybe, maybe I should just close down the business and go get a quote unquote real job. And Andy was like, no, like this is, this is what the Lord's doing. Like, remember why you're doing this. You're not doing this for fame and fortune. You're doing this because God's called you to it. And, mm-hmm. and like, you just need to keep your eyes on Jesus, not on what other people are doing. Yeah. yeah. And because not what that's you what think you should be. Yeah. The enemy wants to discourage you. Of course he wants a bunch of, of women to be discouraged in their calling and to heap on uh, burdens that we're never, we're never supposed to carry. Of course he would. Of course he wants you to look around and compare and be discouraged and quit. I know some, you know, back in the blogger yeah. days, so many writers quitting because because they felt that burden in it. And it, I think it, it's because we made the burden something it shouldn't have been. So yeah. um, I do think we should evaluate constantly, but at the same time, also evaluate, evaluate our hearts, but also evaluate how much of the weight or, or have we put on ourselves and, and by looking around and comparing and feeling like we have to make something bigger than it is. Yeah. 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 Jesus did things small. This whole, like you have to have the numbers, you have to have the likes, you have to have all that, whatever. That was, that wasn't really his way. I don't, I don't think. (laughs) Yeah. I, I absolutely agree. And that's such a hard thing to embrace. Um, that's, that's a new thing for my heart too. I've always wanted to be big. I mean, all the careers I've ever tried to do have been big. Like I, I wanted to be a Broadway star at one point. Yeah. Um, like, and it's just, I actually read Simply Tuesday by Emily P. Freeman. Mm-hmm. I heard her on your show mm-hmm. and it blessed my heart so much to just remember, like be small, like small is where Jesus lives so much in these tiny mundane moments of our day mm-hmm. are so glorifying to him and, when they're a holy sacrifice and when we can slow down our hearts enough to know that he's there and we can worship him in them and whether we have a big following or not on Instagram or whatever. Well, and for the mom out there who's like, I don't have a business. I'm not doing ministry. I'm not whatever, whatever, whatever. And it's like her work is the most important. And we Mm -hmm. sometimes downplay it when we think we need to do a something else. For me, the something else is, the way God wired me, I always had to have a something else. Just, I don't know what it, it, it's this. Uh, he put something in me that wants to see um, things cross a finish line. The yeah. label for it in strength finders is achiever, not achiever. Like I need to be better than you, but I need to get something done that stays done. 
Like, yep, I'm the same way. I need to have something in my life that stays done. And that's not kids and that's not home chores. And if that is all I have, something in me gets is is messed up and <laughs> so i have for me that is why i have a something else but i know plenty of women that that's not true for them and they're so content to be living the life with their kids and they're like amazing encouraging wonderful moms yeah. without a something else and i if if i could do it that way i would do it that way <laughs> <laughs> that would be my choice because the juggling and the like you said having boundaries and work hours. And I don't, I don't have a lot of just sit and watch a TV show kind of moments in my life. So, um, yeah, it'd be great if I could just not have that side of me, but yeah, it's not how he made me. So embracing, yeah. embracing. And I would say yeah. all of those things that we've been talking about apply, apply to the mom who's only a mom, quote unquote, just a mom. Right. This like, thing we say. Yeah. 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 I mean, cause, cause it's, Again, easy to just compare ourselves to our friends. I, I did that the other day. I was like, man, I, I have some pretty amazing friends who are pretty amazing moms. And I was just like, man, those girls are good moms. Those girls are the ones who were made to be stay-at-home moms. Maybe I just shouldn't, shouldn't be doing this. And, mm-hmm. and honestly, my friend told me, she was like, no, you were, God made you and God gave you your son specifically because he knew you would be the right mom for him. You'd be the right son for you. And like, he made you a mom. Like you can, you can do this. And so just, even just the mom part is so, so hard. Even when, yeah, like you said, not, you're not balancing all those other responsibilities. Like, yeah. And comparing yourself to other people is still an issue, whether you have a business or not. So I think it, I think it always is. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. really hard, but but God is good. Yeah. Well, I appreciate what you are doing and that he has called you to be a mom and to create jewelry and to give money to women in Africa or families in Africa and feed children. And um, I just think you're doing, you're doing what he's called you to do. And like you said, keep your eyes fixed on him. But thank you for being with us today, Megan. I really appreciate you chatting with me. I'm so, so happy we got to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have a good rest of your week. You too. Thanks so much. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Are you ready for that discount code? Megan is offering 15% off, 1-5% off of anything in her store from now until May 3rd. If you use the code, drumroll please, GodCenteredMom. And in the show notes that go with this show, I have put like, four different pieces that I found that I really liked that were under $40 and including the consider the lilies earrings. I was like, I really like those and they're $28 plus shipping and healing, I'm sure. And uh, so definitely check out her stuff. I think, you know, we can support fellow mom who is starting a business and then also feed orphans. Win, win, win. And uh, she added a few more companies than she mentioned in the show that are in the show notes. And I added a couple as well. And probably this week on Instagram, I'll like do a shout out. So if you have a company that you want to mention, please like add it to that list that I'll put on Instagram this week. Um, okay, y'all, I, I said I would give you more encouragement. Here it is. So in going along with the God-centered idea that I'm, I'm kind of stuck on these last five years, I really believe that when I am feeling weary 
or when I am feeling burdened, like I mentioned in the show, it's oftentimes that I'm taking on things that weren't intended for me, but they were intended for God. And that when I remember his character and who he is and how he's capable and how he's fighting for me, then I can be still in my soul and I can find peace that was intended for me. And I can mother four boys and take them to all the places and give all the encouragement and be kinder than my heart wants to at times because I am remembering what's my job and what's not my job. So we were talking about Isaiah 40 and uh, verse... 26 says, lift up your eyes on high and see who created these. So he's basically saying, look at the stars. Like who made the stars? Who brings their hosts by number, calling them all by name? He basically knows every single star. By the greatness of his might and the because of he is strong in power, not one is missing. Basically, like he's got the sky figured out and we haven't even figured the sky out. Uh, have you not heard? Have you not? Do you not know that the Lord is an everlasting God. He's forever. So when we're seeing our kids today and we're feeling like they're failures, we don't see how it all turns out. We don't see how the whole circumstance turns out. We don't see what God's working in and through the circumstances of our kids and and of our you know husbands and of our home situations and the hard things, like the really horrible, stinky, why do we have to live on this planet, hard things. Um and then the, the encouragement is he doesn't grow faint or weary. We do, right? We're still a body. We have a soul and a spirit, but we have a body. And our body grows faint and weary. We have to go to sleep. If you don't go to sleep, as moms of newborns know, you start to lose your mind. But he doesn't. He never grows faint. He never grows weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He has unlimited understanding. He gets it all. So you have this super strong God who understands everything. And we know from the rest of his word that he has unlimited love. Like I was talking to my son, uh, Price, about Jesus and like, why did he even come? Like, what was the point? We, you know, finally got to love. Like He came because of love. The reason God wants to give us eternal life is because of love. The reason he wants to save us from sin is because of love. So you have all that on your side. And then he gives you this promise. And all this came from the sermon on Sunday. The promise is those who wait for the Lord, his timing, no matter where you are, and it looks discouraging and the circumstances look dire and it looks broken and messy. If you wait for his timing for the Lord, you're going to get new strength. Sometimes we want a fancy makeover, like we want it to be right, right this second. We want everything to be better right away. He promises He promises us to gain new strength. Doesn't say that sometimes the circumstances will get better. We may not look new on the outside. The kids may not be fixed right away. It takes, what did Amber Leah tell us in the anger episode? That it takes a childhood to raise a child. Like they're not there yet because it takes time. So when we wait and when we get that new strength, then... We can fly like eagles. We can run and not get tired. We can walk and not grow weary. The physical changes when we know in our soul that he's fighting for us, when we remember that God who's on our side, when we are centered in the knowledge of who he is, then we don't have to carry the extra burdens that are weighing us down physically and emotionally. I swear to you, the more time I spend on my phone, the more weary I feel on the outside. 
because I get caught up in things that were never intended to be my burden, whether it's comparing, whether it's um, other people's hard things. Sometimes in my days with my kids, I swear to you, I feel more weary not dealing with the actual circumstances that I've been given, but the thing, ones that I'm gathering from others. And so uh, I don't know. I don't know if that helps you today, that promise of waiting for the Lord and getting new strength. We're talking about being made new, but maybe you just need a new strength. So mom out there, I'm with you, sister. I'm doing the whole husband on a business trip this week. So y'all can just say your little prayer for me. And I'm going to just focus in on those phrases uh, to wait on the Lord in his timing and to allow him to give me that new strength. All right. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the God-Centered Mom podcast. If you're looking for more resources on how to replace me with he, go to GodCenteredMom.com. That's where you'll also find show notes with any links mentioned by our guest. I want you to really understand and know that God is just as present while you are washing dishes at your kitchen sink as while you are worshiping him in a church pew. He sees your service to your family and he is pleased. As it says in Zephaniah 3.17, the Lord your God is with you. He is mighty to save. He takes great delight in you. He will quiet you with his love and he will rejoice over you with singing. Have a great day.